everybody. Welcome back to Beyond the Boob for our show finale. <laughs> it's never really the end, is it? You know, it's kind of funny because I can't get rid of this kid. Like, Beyond the Boob <laughs> is over, but she's going to keep living and staying with me. <laughs> so it feels weird. Right, we'll just retire the child. The podcast is done. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was fun. We got what we needed out of Marty. No, I'm kidding. She's the best... She is. She's the best. Is she? So we took a little tiny break in recording, um, and she's four months old now. Yeah, she's four months old. That is wild. Yes, she's upstairs at the daycare right now, and she she's at the daycare. Oh, yeah, it's gonna make me cry. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, we've had we've had an interesting time with daycare. Not bad. Like the daycare is amazing, but right. she doesn't like bottles or she didn't, sure. you know, so she would choke down a ma'am bottle with a size zero nipple. And I was ending up throwing away milk at the end of the day. And I was like, oh, my God, like, get it together, Marty. This is really uncool. And after two weeks, I weighed her because I thought her chins were looking thinner and she had not gained weight in two weeks. And I was like... All right. Now I'm going to be that mom who's like, all right, we got to problem solve this. And I had to once again step out of my mom brain and put my provider pants on. And I started dream feeding her. And I switched her to a size one nipple because I interrogated the daycare providers. And I was like, how long is it taking her to finish a three ounce bottle? And they were like, an hour. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> Why didn't you okay. tell me that? So she's doing much better on a size one. Good. She's doing fine with the dream feeds. And unfortunately, she also has a cold because of daycare. So she's been up nursing every two to three hours. Her chins are looking fatter, but I have forced myself to not reweigh her yet. I'm going to do it today because I was I was about to go off the slippery slope of like doing weighted feeds at my office all day long. And I was like, right. nope, For she's a four month old. We're not doing it. Yeah. She's objectively fine and healthy. It happens. Yeah. And really, like we end up when those kind of things happen and we like weigh babies every week randomly, we end up with too much information and then doing too much. Right. Because mm -hmm. we don't actually have a great metric for how much weight the average baby gains every single week at four months or five months or six months because we don't weigh them every week. Right. And there's so many more factors. Like they're starting to be more yeah. mobile. They're burning more calories. They're um, Some of them are sleeping. Some of them are not sleeping. Mm -hmm. And 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 some of them are great at bottles and some aren't. And then they get sick because of the, the daycare. And then it's like, okay, well, they can't breathe out of their nose. So how great are they actually eating? <laughs> Well, good job not overreacting. <laughs> and it's and I did in I just kept it inside. That's fine. It's fine. That's how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, well good. I mean, all, but mostly like it's challenging but challenges that you have met very well. I'm sorry. I had to yawn because she's up every 2 to 3 hours and I'm still working. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, um tell me a little bit about what she's up to. Is she like rolling and wiggling and trying to sit yet okay so she can roll yes but does she want to not really oh that's great no she's so chill you guys she's like you know the sign language for play where you basically mm -hmm. make a y and you wiggle your arms like rad the hang loose the hang loose 
That's basically her personality. So, like, <laughs> she can roll from her back to her front, but right. she prefers to just lay on her back so she can see me and, like, see everyone and smile she's at like, everyone. tummy time's hard. I don't want to do that. <laughs> I mean, she'll do it. If you put her on tummy time, she's like, oh, rad. Like, I totally forgot that this was an option. <laughs> like, she has to be pretty damn inspired to roll yeah. over and, and do something. So we're trying to work out her little baby muscles and... I don't know. I just I'm trying not to freak out about that at all because she's I've never had a chill child. I've only had children that are like, it's fine. I'm going to hop up and run. (laughs) Yeah. I I mean, honestly, like I really love this age because they're slightly less needy than they've been. Also, you're like very used to the the rhythm of childcare at this point. And they're also not moving too much yet. So you're like, you're just my little happy potato. Yeah. She is a happy lump. That's what we call her. Oh, she's lumping. She's our little lump. You pick her up and she'll hug you and she'll just, then she'll drop her arms and just full potato on your shoulder. And it's like, Mart. (laughs) Oh, the daycare has given her a nickname. Oh, yeah. Which I did not realize. I thought they had made a mistake when they had written on her bottles her nickname. They put Mars. And I thought... (laughs) I was like, no, that's got to be a mistake. And then I went up there and they were like, oh, hey, Mars is out of diapers. And I was like, Mars? (laughs) Whose child is that? Okay. Mars. It could be worse. (laughs) Honestly, fine. Sounds good. It sounds kind of cool. I I like it a little bit better than Mart, but. Whatever. Whatever. She's going to have a bunch of nicknames. They're, yeah, it's going to be fine. (laughs) It's going to be fine. It's just funny because that was like the first time I had considered that she's like this separate human living her own life. Yeah. And that other external factors are going to shape her and mold her that aren't me. Oh, it's wild. So that that was a new moment for me. And also, guess what I still suck at after all these years of being a mom? Tell me. Tell me. Organizing literally anything to pump at work. (laughs) I am always missing a cap, a piece. It's always dirty. I have wet bags. I own a store with wet bags (laughs) in it. And I have a ton of them. Are they ever with me where I can throw them in the wet bag in the refrigerator? No. So I end up washing. And I I never have time to, like, get my shit together. I swear, Maureen, I own a series chiller. I have a store where I sell series chillers. And I have not washed mine to begin <laughs> using it. Because why? Oh, dear. Help me. Help me. That's what I literally need just to schedule some time on the calendar to figure out a system because I am flying by the seat of my pants and then I go home and my house is a disaster and my family's a disaster. And then I just like gather. I have like 12 tiny bags that I bring to work with me every day. And every morning I'm like, why? Why don't you just get a suitcase and put all these tiny bags in there? Um, Question. Do you think it is ever possible for you to just wash your pump and leave it at work? I do. You do? Okay, so why are you missing shit? <laughs> What's happening? I don't know because I think <laughs> I think what happens is I go pick her up at the daycare. I put the bottles in my backpack. I leave some of them at work, but then the cat, I don't know. I the, it's like the missing sock in the dryer. There's never like it's the travel cap for the Spectra bottles that I'm always missing. So then I'm cramming Oh, yeah, the little flat one. I'm yeah. cramming like little flat ones that I find in my office that people have donated. I'm like, "Oh, this will work." And I'm like cramming a Motif Luna one on there. And oh, I mean, it's not great, but it'll stand up in the fridge. 
Right. I have problems. <laughs> okay. But you know what? It's only been three weeks. In the in the <laughs> scheme of things, like, I just want to, because this is our last episode, I want you to just transport yourself back to two or three weeks postpartum with Marty. When I was like, girl, I hate to break it to you, but we're triple feeding. Yeah. And now you have this baby who loves to breastfeed. She is managing with a bottle. You are working again. Your business is thriving. And you have the sweetest little potato that there ever was. I know. We're objectively fine. I just hate being a mess. And I'm embarrassed. And we can still complain about it. It's fine. I'm embarrassed. You don't need to be. Okay. Just, I want, (laughs) I'm I'm telling you guys this because I want you to feel better about whatever shit show you're living because I have every resource I could possibly have and I am jacking it up every day. And I, (laughs) I will put it on the list of things to do, but until then everyone's alive and everyone's fed and that is literally the bare minimum and it's okay. And it's fine. And you're doing great. Thanks. Yeah, you've made it four months exclusively breastfeeding your third child while running your own business. So congratulations. What an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, sometimes when you put things in perspective, you're like, wow, I am a little insane. Good. Great. Yeah, like no one should do that. It's (laughs) not pretty. It's fine. It's just, I just had an appointment with a patient who's, staying home though so I will give you the other end of this so she's staying home with baby and our babies are born two weeks apart and she is crazy for the other reason because she's lonely and it's relentless and she doesn't get a break from the baby ever and she loves her baby more than anything of course and she's you know doing the thing and she's objectively fine but it is hard that way too so I don't want to say like if you're staying home you should be more relaxed and happy because it's just always hard even when it's good it's still hard Mm -hmm. you know like I felt like my first year with Lyra was so much better than Griffin I mean it felt so easy compared to it but it still meant that day-to-day things could be really hard Mm -hmm. that's okay it's okay everyone it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Raising tiny humans is challenging yeah. all the time. Uh, Heidi's coming around, so she's not as violent and crazy towards the baby. <laughs> Good. Good God. Um, my husband did That's sign hard. us up for the Deeply Feeling Kids workshop by Dr. Becky Goodenside. Oh, um, that was really good of him. He didn't give me the login for it, and he hasn't started oh, it. <laughs> okay. What, one step at a time, I guess. Yeah. I just I just did my taxes for the first time ever on time and uh it asks a question in there. It says, Do you plan on having having any marital changes for next year? <laughs> and I just looked at him and I was like <laughs> Do you? Do you? Do you? Because I'm having some thoughts. <laughs> well, hopefully um you get to wherever you need to be with that. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you. No problem. I mean, truly, I'm never going to look at somebody and be like, I hope you stay with him or you don't. I'm like, I don't know what's best for you. I just hope that wherever you're at, it is best for you right now and that you can find some peace with it. Oh, 
Yeah. I'm finding myself like wanting to go to my friends' houses that are like clean and organized just oh, to God. sit there Isn't for a nice? little bit. I um I went so I went to this meeting in town the other day at someone's house for like homeschool co-op stuff. And I was the first one there, which I hate being it was not great. I mean, she's fine. It was just my own internal monologue was like, why did you do this? And, you know, she opened the door and then immediately like tried to tidy and apologize. And I was like, listen, you don't know me very well, but your house is like the cleanest place I've been in a long time. Yeah. (laughs) Please don't clean anything else. Just, just leave it. (laughs) Like, you don't, you don't even know. I love that you feel like this is dirty, but you're fine. Yeah. Put the dog (laughs) on. Let's have a cup of tea. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's just. Oh, man. I think, yeah, I don't know. I kind of, I was hoping in my perfectionist mind that for the finale of Beyond the Boob, I would be able to be like, and I'm nailing it and everything's perfect. And I'm going to sign off this beautiful, perfectly packaged thing with a bow and you can do it too. And here's the thing. This is going to be a never ending journey. I'm going to leave this like one of those movies where you're like, that it's over that's the end (laughs) that's the end I hate that ending it's not really an ending that's why but also it's just like I can't tie it up with a bow right now four months is too soon but I can't keep doing this either because I have to shower I have to I have to take some time to pack my diaper bag (laughs) I I think it's okay I think this is a good time to wrap this project up and open up the possibility in the future for new projects, right? Who who knows where our lives and our passions are going to take us? I would love to hear from you all what you would like us to take on for our next project. You know us pretty well at this point. And um, the world is our oyster, but it is it does feel good to put a pin in it and and maybe think about something else for a minute. Yeah, I want to think about myself for a minute, if that's okay. (laughs) I think you should. I'm really proud of us um, for this project. I think we made something really incredible and useful. And I'm also a really, I don't know, I, I really like to know when things are done. I, you know, I, my, most of my educational background is actually in fine arts and it is the hardest thing when creating something to find the finish point. Mm-hmm. You know, like a drawing, a painting, a sculpture, a, a movie, a podcast, because can you keep going back and making small changes forever? Sure. Sure you can. But there's a point that you make your project worse. <laughs> there's a point that working on it is not fulfilling anymore. And there's something really beautiful in finding the right ending. Wow. You know what? I don't have a background in fine arts. And maybe that's why I am uncomfortable ending this because I feel like I could tweak. And you're right. You though. could, but nope. You got to step back and say we made something really beautiful, and it's the end. Oh, and can I be very frank? This mm-hmm. leaves you a little bit raw. Like when you're doing something like this, and you're talking about your vaginal discharge and your marriage and how you feel about your pregnancy and your baby and what comes out of your vagina. And I mean, I haven't listened to one of these. I haven't been able to do it. I mean, maybe I need therapy because of that. But I I come here and I really try to give you the honest, this is what's going on. And it 
does leave me a little bit exposed. Like there's a raw nerve exposed and I think that's okay and I'm I'm happy to do it, but I can't imagine doing it forever. Like how do the Kardashians do it? Not that I am on that level, but they are they are like the reality TV stuff. I would crumble. I'd be like, oh my God, don't look at me. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think we've made the right decision. And I really do. I really do love what we've created. I love how we were able to make something that was candid and relatable and that also has educational use at the same time. And um, I really hope that this project can live on in a way that continues to inspire future parents to educate themselves and advocate for themselves and to really make the best choices for them mm-hmm. for their birthing experience. And to normalize the hard and normalize the good and let you feel good about sharing all of it and not feel like you have to hide it. Because, I mean, maybe it's possible that we're just postpartum and pregnant, just like an exposed raw nerve anyway. <laughs> You know, whether you share it or not. So you might as well get some help and do things that feel good. I want that for you more than anything. Yes. And you know what? Like we've kind of made this little like time capsule bubble of ourselves as like open friends for people. (laughs) And, you know, like when you feel the most connected to a friend is when they are being emotionally honest with you. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And so that's that's a gift that I hope we can keep giving. Um, through this podcast. It's not going away. It's going to stay and people can do what they want with it from here out. And we will just leave open whatever possibilities come to us in the future. I'm still going to be sharing on Patreon. Yes. So, and we will still be making the Milk Minute, Yep. you know, which sometimes has some personal stuff, but it doesn't quite get as intimate as the show did. Yeah. But now that we don't have this record, this weekly recording kind of like looming all the time. I'm going to have some more time to be a little bit more creative with Patreon and to keep sharing what's going on in our lives and lactation. I mean, I've got a lot of lactating left to do. <laughs> and um, absolutely, I've also really enjoyed the patrons that had babies at the similar time as oh, me. No. We've really been bonding over that. And that's been so nice. I feel like I've found an extra little <laughs> pocket of human beings that totally get what I'm going through. And it's been helpful for me. So please don't think right. that this is one-sided. I am getting something out of you guys too. It's been amazing. Absolutely. And shout out to my cousin Caroline who had a baby right around the same time. It's It was really actually helpful as well for me to be having her like texting me feedback on episodes and saying what was helpful at, you know, her gestation is awesome. So good. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah, that's crazy. And also birth is not one of those things that's like trendy where things are going to come in and out of fashion. There are some absolute physiological things that do not change. Mm -hmm. So I think as a time capsule, it will stand alone for quite a while. I hope so. Because I I really just feel I I want projects that we've poured our heart into to help as many people as they can. Hmm. So what are you going to do after we wrap this up? (sighs) Well, I have a full clinic day. (laughs) This is my lunch break. It's fine. (laughs) And I mean, like project wise, I'm really um, even though this whole time I've been like, wow, my business is so busy. It's getting even more busy. So I'm really trying to put some thought into smart expansion 
in ways that can make it more sustainable for me. And I don't really know what that's going to look like yet, but I have some ideas. Well, if you get licensed as a CPM in West Virginia, fingers crossed that that goes through legislation, that's going to open up a lot more doors for making things more sustainable for you. And I could not support it more. So if you're in West Virginia, please contact your legislators and let them know that they need to vote for House Bill... It's uh, 5491 and Senate Bill 748. Yep. Perfect. And you know what? Um, I'm very committed to this. So if if these bills die in committee this year, as they do, I'll just be back next year. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> no th- problem. <laughs> they should really look at you and be like, oh, my God, she's only like 32. We've got a lot more years <laughs> of listening to this annoying. Just give her what she wants. I can't have her bothered me every year for 25 it's years. really my hope that I am there so much. They're like, fine. <laughs> Just get out of my office. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. So I, I do, f- I do feel like I'm on the cusp of some big growth. Um, I'm just trying to organize things in a way so that that growth doesn't crush me. <laughs> Preach. And actually, Abigail was just telling me that the number one job right now in the United States is chief growth officer. Like it's. This- oh my god. <laughs> Can I get one? Where do I get one? I mean, I I said, oh, my God, Abigail, that's you. I said, do we need to change your title? And she was like, I don't know. We're so busy growing. We don't have time. (laughs) It's complicated. It's complicated to grow. It's complicated to stop doing things. So you can do, uh, man, nobody, I wish there was a person in charge of me who could be like, Heather, this is the right thing for you to do. But as moms, as business owners, as human beings, coming to terms with the fact that you are the boss of your life, of your job, truly, even if you have a boss, the way you do your job and how long you continue to do that job is your choice. And how you raise your children and what you feed them, it's your choice. And as exhausting as that is, it is powerful. And I want you all to remember that as my parting gift to you. You have the choice about whatever you want to do. Please choose to vote CPM licensure in West Virginia. Please choose to keep sharing the work that we're doing here because we are committed to making big changes in our state and around the globe, if we can. We're just two two little ladies, but we're going to do our best. And we appreciate all of the support that you've given us throughout this entire journey. All right. Thank you all so much for listening to our final sign-off of Beyond the Boob. <laughs> With a glistening tear. I'm going to remind you that you are an amazing parent and that your milk volume does not equal your value and that when in doubt, communicate and lubricate. (laughs) And we would love to continue uh, with you guys on our Patreon at patreon.com slash Milk Minute podcast and on the Milk Minute. So please don't be a stranger. We will see you next time. Love you guys.